Hello everybody, welcome back to Not Another Isekai, a uh, show all about this season's anime, uh, talk about what we're watching, not what we're not watching, <laughs> and how many are Isekai, probably too many, happens every season, um, not actually too many Isekai we're talking about on this show though, um, only one or two, <laughs> I think, um, anyway, uh, I'm Tyler, and yeah, we talk about some more anime this week. We're getting really close. <laughs> we haven't finished any shows this um, this week, but next week I think there's like three of these shows are going to be last episode, and then after that, the following week is pretty much the end to all the seasonal shows. Now there are a few that are two cores that are sticking with us for another whole season. Um, yeah, most of them, most of them are going to be done, and then we're going to get into next season. It's going to be cool. It's going to be our first season change on this show, so that's that's exciting. Um, I, I did actually go through yesterday and was looking at some of the shows that are coming out next season. Man, there's there's a lot of good ones. There's obviously a lot of sequels that I think are really easy to get excited about, um, but then there are some you know new ones, you know new shows uh, that I think are pretty cool. So I think again, well, I've said this last episode say it every episode from here on out, you know, make sure to check out next season's shows and let me know what, what is worth watching, you know, what, what everyone's getting excited for, because there, there's a lot, you know, next season could be another banger season, the way I think this one is, so, uh, yeah, let's get right into it, I clicked the wrong button, um, Spy Family, Spy Family season 2, episode 11, this is the second to last episode there's 13 um yeah this episode was cool this was the continuation of last one where we had the tennis tournament i was very excited to watch that and uh yeah so so basically the whole episode is just <laughs> it's just lloyd and fiona just going nuts just going crazy um they <laughs> they did not lose they're, they're they, they refused to lose the tennis and it just goes to show how rigorous i guess the training is to be a spy in their, uh, you know, their little whatever. Uh, I mean, they are two of the top ones, so maybe not every spy in their organization is is at that level, but they're like superhuman. And don't, and don't even get me started on Yor. <laughs> Yor we'll talk about at the end, but Jesus. Um, so yeah, they're they're killing it, like the floor tiles. That's not doing anything. They're rolling with the punches. They got the, um, uh, they're moving the net up and down. They're adapting to that. The crazy like gust of wind around the net. They're just using that to their advantage and doing these crazy trick shots. Um, they very briefly made the ball like emit some like putrid spray, <laughs> which is stupid, you know, because it's like, let's. I mean, unless you guys have like stuff in your nose to block the smell, that's gonna affect you too, <laughs> you know. So but weird, um, and then they go all out, and there's a sniper <laughs> in the vents who is shooting rubber, you know, thank god it's not real bullets, I guess that would be pretty obvious, but uh, rubber bullets, and they're, they're just eating those too, like, we don't care, and then they're dodging them, and then people on the sidelines have their little, uh, like, like Spider-Man web shooter type things happening, they're going nuts, right, and you know, I like their, uh, their excuse where they're like, oh, a little, little hungover. And so now, so now everyone thinks 
that they are clowning these siblings while sorta drunk. What what would these monsters look like if they were sober? Or maybe it's like, you know, like like the whole like drunken fist type thing where they elevate to a new level when they're when they're when they just had a little bit to drink, you know? Could be. Uh so that's really funny. And then they win, of course, right? They kill it. And I and and I just love that, you know, I just love the whole match because it's like again, it it goes to show their skills and and we don't see that too often, you know. This show the um the whole like entry point into the show is obviously Lloyd being like the best spy ever, so we know he has skills, you know, but I do like when this show does sort of trail off a little bit, which you know it's funny to say trail off because you think that that's like plot A is him being a spy. But, you know, it does trail off and it's like, oh no, we're we're just gonna follow Lloyd for like a couple episodes on a mission he's doing. And then we just get to see how crazy this man is. Um, and I, you know, I like that because it is spy family, you know, family, but also spy. Um, and then, so after that, uh, you know, we have a nice little ending where Lloyd actually reforms the brother and <laughs> the brother's like, I'm going to do my best. I'm going to, I'm going to do it for you. You know, which is, you know, which is nice, you know, not, not something you would have thought, especially like other people, you know, in a different situation, other people in his position probably would have just took the opportunity to dunk on him and just be like, oh, you're trash, whatever. But no, he's like, hey, do better, man. You're good. You got skills, you know, actually hone in on your skills and stop cheating. And you might actually be, you know, uh, you might should be like a pro player, you know. Um, let me go further to the prize winning and Campbell refuses to give them Lady in the Sun. Uh, you know, we're presuming here that they were tipped off, you know, because Lloyd kind of saw him getting spoken to with the with the you know whisper in the ear um it's it's interesting because i i don't actually remember exactly what is on the lady in the sun i know it's like some secret code thing possibly some like locations to something um but yeah so he you know he got tipped off can't give it to him um and the whole time we're like okay but they're <laughs> they're gonna get it somehow right like this is lloyd Fiona we're talking about, you know, Twilight and Nightfall. There's no way they're just like, all right, well, we did everything we could. <laughs> like, no, they they got it. They, they switched it out. He was masking with the thing, Mission Impossible style, and, uh, you know, got got the lead in the sun. Um, so, that, you know, that that's cool. You know, I don't know how much we're going to see more of that, if that's just like a, like a, you know, like a little side mission in a video game where they kind of got that and they're giving it to their their squad you know the the director and they'll take it from there you know or if, or if we'll see that continue you know see where that lies uh you know moving forward are they gonna you know again it, it, i'm pretty sure it's like locations that was like secretly messaged on there but i don't i don't quite remember um that'd be cool you know, that'd be cool to kind of follow them again at some point there's only a couple episodes left so i imagine probably not this season that'll come back around if it does but uh yeah and then we have Fiona finally challenging Yor to a, you know, not really a match, I guess, but kind of, sort of, you know, because she, you know, she's on her, her whole time, <laughs> her whole energy, you know, um, you know, she's trying to get Lloyd and, you know, she believes that Yor is not good enough for him, you know, all that, all that stuff. And uh, it's, it's, it's great because, you know, I saw, I saw like a meme online. <clears throat> you know, where you see memes, not in real life, they're not on billboards, um, 
and I mean, I don't know, it, it wasn't really mean, but it, you know, it was just like a, you know, someone talking and was like, "Your really, I, I forget what it was. It was, it was something like your has, your has like Dragon Ball Z levels of like power, <laughs> and no one, no one talks about it, you know, like, which at the time." I saw that before I saw this episode, and I was like, yeah, but, you know, I feel like, I feel like she hides it, you know, because, like, the only times we've ever seen it, like, she was kind of going crazy against some bad guys, you know, when, like, those guys uh, kidnapped Anya, or were going after her, but, you know, even in that sense, it's like, the only people that saw her were the people that, you know, that she was destroying, and Anya, and it's like, Anya's not going to say anything, because then that'll... You know, because she's scared that anything she says might give away that she has telepathic powers. So she's not going to say anything. And then it's like, remember the one a couple episodes ago where she like kicked up the the, 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 the flower pot? It's like, okay, you know, that no one really saw that. Um, there was even the time where she was fighting Lloyd. And even that, you know, I don't think Lloyd really saw that as like, oh, she's super skilled. I think it was just like, she's drunk and she's kind of going crazy. You know, she's kind of losing it a little bit she's not all the way there so you know I, I, I you know again i don't really think lloyd was assessing that properly um you know so again it wasn't until this episode where it's like someone has to say something <laughs> like you know because the whole thing was she hit the ball we thought she missed it she's you know we shot we, we thought she was uncoordinated clumsy all that stuff turns out her, her racket went through the ball, and the ball, like, like, I don't know, like, you know, it was like those, like, Play-Doh things, where you put the Play-Doh and you squeeze it, and it, like, comes out with all the shapes. That's what happened. <laughs> She's like, oh, not another one. <laughs> it cuts back to Fiona, and she's like, wait, wait, hold on. Everyone just calm down. <laughs> did, did she just destroy the ball with the sheer force? <laughs> And then you, in that moment, she's starting to recalculate some things, you know, um, you know, and then, and then Yor turns it down so she can actually make contact with the ball and push it through space. And it goes at the faster than the, what was it? Faster than the speed of sound and just destroys Fiona's racket. She admits defeat. She wants revenge at some point, but another interesting tidboy in that tidbit in that scene is... <clears throat> Lloyd knew about this, you know, because Lloyd, you know, after that happened, Lloyd was like, I told you, I mean, he, he didn't say it, he was thinking it, but he's just like, I told you, he shouldn't, he should have went against her. And I'm like, wait, so you knew, you know how powerful your is like, you don't like, like you're a spy. You don't like look into that. <laughs> it's like, why, why can she do that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Why, why is she this strong? You know, like you, you went through her background and she's just a regular person. Like she's, you know, there's, there, there's no history of like athleticism or anything like that in school or in a job. I don't know. I, I, I feel like I would be talking to my director and be like, Hey, I've done everything I could, but there, there there's something about my wife. <laughs> um, but you know, whatever. And, uh, and then at the very end, your seems very disappointed. Um, you know, cause it, cause she, you know, she has been feeling very insecure lately, especially comparing herself to Fiona and 
generally she never really thinks that she's good enough for for Lloyd or for Anya. And so I think there she was just really looking for some direct... I want to say affection because Lloyd did congratulate her and that wasn't good enough. You know, so I feel like she really wanted him to be like, you're my wife, you know, like you, you did good. I want you to be, you know what I mean? Like really accepting her in that role directly and, you know, blatantly rather than just being like, oh yeah, good job. You won, you know, like, you know, so you know, and at the very, very end, cut back to her, she still seems kind of out of it, so, you know, we have two episodes left, I would hope that within the next two episodes, Yor does get what she wants there, you know, and again, you know, I don't, you know, you know, I don't think she's being unreasonable for wanting what she wants, um, you know, she, she's allowed to, you know, she is, again, she's not part of the ruse, I mean, she sort of is, you know, they kind of agreed to have, like, a fake marriage, but even so, like, Lloyd is different, right, because Lloyd is concocting this you know because he's a spy and he has a mission and he needs a wife and a kid for the mission you're on the other hand is just kind of having this like fake marriage so that she doesn't get caught up in the secret police stuff but she still wants to be accepted by her fake family you know because she is starting to love them you know she wants to do everything she can for them you know because if if she was just in it for the for the optics that she'd be like, whatever, you know, like she just do just enough so that Lloyd and Anya don't look for someone else, you know. So. <clears throat> God. So, yeah, two episodes left. Um, excited to see it. You know, I don't remember what happens after this. You know, I um, there is another big piece of the manga that I remember, but I don't think it happens I mean, maybe it does, but I don't think it happens right after this. So I don't think we're going to see it. So I, I really don't know what we're going to see in the next two episodes. Um, you know, this kind of felt like an end, you know, the whole like tennis thing. So, uh, but there's two episodes left, you know, so I feel like end of a season, they have to end on something big and not just two regular Spy Family episodes. So, yeah. Next, My Hero Academia Season 6, Episode 12. Um... Not too much to say about this one. Um, My hero is still great. Um, this is two. This is one of the two core shows. So I think there's 25 episodes in this one. So you know we're still gonna see a bunch. You know, a bunch of this. We're we're not even halfway through. You know this this whole run here. So, um, but while there isn't too much to say in this episode, I do think there's some very important things to say, <laughs> even if there's just a few. The biggest one, I feel like, is Lemillion um, just, you know, just just coming in the clutch, you know, just going crazy. Um, it was super unexpected, right? Because <laughs> it was just crazy to me because I remember seeing him on screen, like when I was watching this episode and being like, wait, wait, hold on. Wasn't he the one that got his power taken, right? Like, he was, like, the one that got hit with the drug, like, quirk-killing drug. And it was, like, super emotional because of who Lemillion is, you know, because of how positive and how upbeat and how, like, 
he wants to help everyone he's super cool but like you know he also wants to be the best like he is like one of the greatest purest examples of someone who wants to be a hero you know like you know like there's nothing really masking it. you know it's it's different you know and this isn't a shot but it, it's 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 different than someone like bakugo who like now that we've learned about bakugo six seasons you know we know that he truly he looks up to all might probably <laughs> as much as midoriya does it's only you know because you know because of midoriya's personality he wears it on his sleeve a little more but Bakugo wants to be the best hero, not only to say he's the best, because he truly wants to help people, you know, like he wants to help, it, it, honestly, he probably wants to help people more than most of his peers, you know, and that, that's not downing his peers, that's just who Bakugo is, and we've learned that over six seasons of like peeling back his character, um, but it's taken some time for us to get there, with Lemillion, it's like right at the gate, you know who he is, and he's he's awesome you know and so when we had that moment with him losing his quirk it's like he was the best of us you know why why did he have to be the one to to lose his quirk and he also worked so hard because you know back when there was the whole training stuff you know he you know he was one of them and you know he was a big you know he was a big um advocate for control right like you have to control to use your power or your quirk because, you know, that, that that's just how you get better, you know, to put it in, you know, basically, you know, and like, you know, he is a big advocate for it because his whole thing is, you know, he can like phase through stuff, right? But that was a super tough quirk to learn how to use because like if you mess it up, like, you know, could you imagine like falling through like earth, you know, and being like three feet in the ground and then you materialize and now it's like, oh no, what do I, you know, you know, what do I do? Because like also for him to come back up, he has to learn how to, um, you know, make his whole body phaseable except for like the bottoms of his feet so that he can actually like push against stuff. You know what I mean? Like it, like there's so much like control and precision that's necessary for his quirk. So, you know, he was a big advocate for, like, you have to learn how to control it. You have to really learn what your quirk is, you know, because, you know, you, you know, you're just trying to get, like, more powerful. That doesn't do anything. It doesn't, like, you know, there's no focus there. So, anyway, all that is to say, like, he was the best of us. And for him to lose his quirk, like, that was the worst. That was the worst. And for him to come out of nowhere this time and not only be like, hey, I'm back, but also him coming in and helping save, uh, you know, uh, you know, best genus you know because you know because best genus was here he came in the clutch but you know he was kind of struggling a little bit because i don't know he, he just gonna do it all himself you know which which is totally okay that he can't win everything by himself but like lamillion to come in and be like oh i'm back phasing through kicking you know kicking no moves across the place like and everyone's just like lamillion <laughs> and we see this great backstory where Ari almost forgot about Ari. Um, you know, she used her rewind quirk to give Lemillion his quirk back, you know, because, um, you know, because I'm pretty sure that was the thing, right? Like, Lemillion lost his quirk saving Ari, you know, and so Ari always, you know, I remember the scene where, you know, Ari felt super bad, like she was torn up about it because she thought she was to blame for it. And that's, that's not fair. You know what I mean to, to to say that, but of course you know, especially her, she's a she's a child, like a child child, so of course she feels that way. 
And so, you know, she even said like, you know, cause, uh, you know, Lamillion was like, Hey, you know, I'm, you know, I'm sorry for making you do this. You know, you don't, you, you don't have to do this if you don't want to, you know, he was trying to be like super, uh, you know, trying to be like super respectful. And Ari was like, Hey, don't feel sorry. Like I've been training my quirk for this purpose. Like, you know, you know, she's been working on like lizards and stuff to like, you know, we saw a scene of, you know, cause lizards, not all lizards, but I know like some lizards, if, if they're, if their tail breaks, they can grow a new one. Right. Um, and so we saw a scene of tail breaking off and then her using her quirk to like rewind time and give it, you know, give them the tail back instantly. And so, you know, I was like, no, I've been like, I've been training. Like I've, I've been doing this <laughs> to try to give you your, your quirk back to, re to rewind time and do that. It's just like, oh, it just hits you right in the heart, you know? Um, so yeah, it's great. We have, we, we have Lamillion again. I can't wait. Cause you know, not only do I love his character from what the little we've seen of him, but also his quirk is so cool. Like to just phase through stuff and for him, you know, for him to also be like a good fighter, like, like hand to hand combat and stuff like those, those two things marry so well together. Um, yeah. And then the only other note I have is that at the very end, the sleep drug finally brought Makia down. You know, it seemed like, you know, you know, it must have been, been because he was so big, like just in stature that like, you know, the drug took a while to run its course through his, his system, through his veins or whatever. Uh, but it finally took him down. So that was, you know, again, these last few episodes, I mean, really the whole season, because the whole season has basically been this one long fight, this one long battle that just doesn't end. Um <clears throat> they've been going back and forth, you know, like the hero seemed to have the upper hand and then the villains pull something out, gives them the upper hand. And then the, and then, then, then the heroes have a, have a ace in the hole. And then the villains have an ace in the hole. So it just keeps going back and forth. And, you know, you, you know, I think that the heroes have been kind of piling on so far, you know, we got best genus here. We thought he was gone. Well, I mean, I guess before that we have the crazy blow that Nobby, was that his name? Nobby? who says his name is Toya, you know, uh, apparently Endeavor's long lost kid, you know, he was there, that, that was a huge blow to just morale, to everyone, of just like, whoa, you know, but then we have Best Genius coming out of nowhere, we thought he was missing, he's here, um, you know, you, you know, they were trying to like, you know, the villains were trying to push this narrative that he, that the, the heroes killed him or something, <laughs> um, so Best Genius is here helping out, and then Lamillion coming out of nowhere, so we have another thing, um, and then, uh, you know, and now we have Makia down, which is like a huge blow to them, so, I don't know, now I'm looking at it, and I'm like, not looking good for the villains, I don't know what the villains, I mean, you know, because we have Shigaraki, who is on his last leg, you know, he is out, so it's like, I don't really know you know, like, I don't really know what they're gonna do, you know, I mean, you know, Best Genus and Lamillion are coming in fresh, spry, you know, I, I, I don't know, but again, you know, the villains could pull something out, I don't, we'll see though, <clears throat> um, yeah, so that was that, um, good episode, good episode, you know, I'm, I'm still in My Hero, I, again, I, I'm saying it every week, My Hero came back for me, you know, I was, I was really, shrugging off my hair last season <laughs> but season six se season six is dope so uh let's, let's see what happens in the next episode you know i i, I don't know 
I assume the villains have to have an answer, but I don't know what the answer is going to be. So. Now, we have Mob Psycho 100 Season 3, Episode 11. Um, again, not, not too much to talk about this episode. You know, I feel like it was just kind of people throwing their bodies <laughs> at Mob. Um, but I do, I, do, I do have a few notes here. So in the beginning, we have a large section of the episode where those two psychics, don't remember their names, but... Um, those two psychics were trying to go against Mob, you know, trying to stop him. Couldn't do anything, right? Because Mob, Mob is just that OP character. You know, he just, he can't lose, really. Um, you know, but, you know, they were two psychics that have relationships with Mob in some form or fashion. So, you know, that is kind of what this whole run has been, is um, people close to Mob, his loved ones, friends, family, whatever, are each trying to, kind of going at him like one at a time, trying to get through to him, and no one is succeeding so far. Um, the closest one we seem to have is Ritsu, his brother. You know, uh, it's kind of going against him, kind of having similar success as everyone else. Um, you know, but it does seem like he ramps up, and it might be because of his relationship with him, because there's a brother, it's not just a friend. Like, there's a different dynamic there, obviously. Um, like, uh, you know, a big key moment there is he sort of almost destroys the flowers, which we remember the one blonde hair character, I don't remember his name, but you know, he, you know, that was kind of a thing that he was trying to do, try to snap mob out of it. But Ritsu sort of does like, he sort of has like a, like a glancing blow <laughs> at the flowers. Um, unfortunately mob did not like that and mob reformed the flowers and just tossed Ritsu across the land um and that you know that was bad that was bad you know um i i also didn't write down but the the body improvement club tried as well but no success right so again it's just kind of people coming at him one after another and again not necessarily trying to physically tackle him because i think most people know that we can't physically overpower mob um you know especially people close to him right like they they know but they're trying to get through to him, but they can't, you know. Um, then we have the end where we see that the, you know, we already kind of had an introduction to like two mobs. Um, you know, we saw Mob himself inside of the body, you know, losing control. Uh, you know, but now we have the end where both mobs are trying to get rid of the other one, right? Neither of them think they're in the wrong. You know, we're obviously siding with the human mob, not the power embodiment psychic out of control version of him but you know they're both trying to get rid of him right and you know our mob has the the sensible reasons <laughs> which is hey you're hurting people like you know even if you're trying to do things for my benefit in your own way hurting other people should not be the road to this destination you know it shouldn't be you know but the other one is like no there's certain things you know that you have not done that I feel like we deserve, you deserve, and I'm trying to get them for you. And it's like, nah, man, like, I'm chilling, you know, like, what, like, today was about to be a great day, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, I got hit by a car, but, you know, you going nuts isn't going to do anything, you know, what are we going to do? We're going to go over to Subami, I think is her name, like this, she's going to run away, what are you, what, what, it's not, not going to work, so... Um, but yeah, that is kind of where the episode ends is them kind of standing off against each other and, you know, them both having their own ideals and, um, 
Next episode's last episode of the season. I believe. I believe. 12 episodes. So that, that'll be the end. You know, that'll probably be a little internal square off for most of the episode, I imagine. And uh, I would trust <laughs> in our mob and the actual mob to win. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see. You know, like I said, they could have some crazy ending to the season with us being like, season four is going to be wild. You know what I mean? You know, so. Uh, but we'll see, we'll see, you know, good episode, you know, excited to see how it ends, you know, at this point, that's kind of what I'm saying with all the, all the shows, you know, that aren't two cores, because they're ending, now their next episode or the episode after, so, they're all kind of wrapping up, um, yeah, good stuff there, next, we got Blue Lock, episode 11, uh, fantastic, this is the ending to the game, and then the transition to kind of the next portion of this story um so we have isagi getting everyone involved as he does he is kind of the general of everything you know i think that makes the most sense giving his weapon you know being able to almost see in the future being able to smell a goal makes sense um so so you know he, he's popping off and at that point we're like wash our hands with a done deal he's gonna win and then nagi coming out of nowhere basically taking away his goal or so he thought, right? And and again, you know, that just goes to show different power levels, different skill levels, where it's like one player, one player can just erase an entire plan, entire game plan, just go out the window. <laughs> and that is Nagi. And, I, you know, I can't wait to see more of him too, because he's crazy. Um, but Isigi sort of finally unlocked the final piece where he realized that he just has to do it, you know, to put it, <laughs> to kind of distill it down you know, because he, he used his direct shot because he was like, oh, if I go, if I do this, he's going to stop. If I do that, he's going to stop. If I pass it, it's not going to work. Like, all this stuff. And he's just like, I just have to shoot, you know. I, 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 I just have to shoot the ball. That, that That's that's really all it is. Um, and it worked. You know, he scored. And again, he's, he's just realizing that, I don't know, I guess it's almost like overthinking it. Like, he, he doesn't have to overthink everything. You know, like, getting to the point is great. But then once you got it, you got it. Just score, just shoot the ball. You know, you're 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 getting in your own head. You're overthinking it. You're, you know, you're at the last second, you're trying to change things. It's like, no, 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 no. Do what you do. You know, you saw the area, go in that area, shoot the ball, you know? Then um, they scored and it was great. Everyone's cheering, you know, uh, the entire the entirety of Team Z advances because of it. Team V obviously advances. They were, they were in no danger. <laughs> and then, um, the top score from each of the three losing teams advances. So we have a total of 25 people moving on, and it's great. It's fantastic. Um, we have a little middle portion here where we see that uh, Isigi is collecting rivals <laughs> just just left and right. He is, he is the rival of so many people, and that's great. You know, that is a very, uh, you know, stereotypical main character sports anime type thing where it's like everyone starts looking to him like oh what is what is he doing you know why I, I need to beat him um and it's great you know uh you know that just kind of very in a very easy way it sets up future uh matches you know in future head-to-heads right where it's like oh we saw him face him before here's round two you know um, you know, and that is one of the best things about sports anime is kind of coming up and being like, okay, you know, we've, 
we've obviously seen how much our character has grown since they last faced off. We maybe have not seen how much the other character has grown. So we're going to start seeing some surprises, you know, uh, what is it? Uh, steel sharp and steel, right? Is that, you know, is that the saying? So, and then, uh, and then we have the very end, which is the huge plot twist, I guess, in the, you know, in the whole blue lock setup where it turns out ego tricked him <laughs> he made them all think that they were the bottom of the barrel that you know they were you know there was four more sections ahead of them and, and they were the bottom they were not turns out they were all told that they were all told that hey you know you're on you know compound five or whatever and there's four compounds ahead of you and you know you are uh, was it W, X, Y, no, what is it, V, U, W, what is it, <laughs> I guess there's no team U, it's just V, W, X, Y, Z, I guess, um, so everyone in Blue Lock was one of those five teams, where they believed that they were on VWXYZ, and there was people on Team A, Team B, Team C, Team D that were statistically better than them, and so they were trying to win in their own little compound to then move up and face the people that were on the higher teams. That's not the case, though. Ego told them all that so that you know they would want to claw up, and they you know. It would, you know, it would, it would, it would generate some hunger within them, you know, because he's talking about how, like, oh, all the, all the best strikers come from nothing, and they're, they have this hunger that makes them better, it drives them, and so he was trying to artificially put that in all of them. Turns out, they're all sort of on the same level, you know, obviously, you know, give or take, you know, I'm sure soon we're about to see some crazy new weapons and everything, but, um, you know, they, they were all told that they were the bottom of the barrel when it turns out, um, there was nothing above them. They were all, you know, so it's genius. It's, it's genius, really. Um, and from here on out, they're all, they're all alone. You know, Ego said a, you know, said something amazing where he was like, you know, if you, if you got here by luck, you know, with, you know, with the help of your teammates, oof, you're in for a ride because there, there ain't no teammates anymore. Um, which is, which is interesting, you know, because I don't know what the next, you know, the whole second selection thing. There's five stages to it, I guess. And uh, I don't really know what it is. I mean, I guess none of us do. <laughs> but um, I'm, I'm very excited to see what, what it is, you know, what these what these stages are. Um, are they not going to play team games anymore? You know, are they? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but I'm, I'm excited, you know very excited for next episode again this is another two core show so we're not even halfway done with it i uh, can't wait to see what it is you know let me know if you have any ideas on what you think uh you know what you think they could be doing here because you know i feel like they have to still do games they can't just not do games anymore but uh we'll see we'll see next we got eminence and shadow episode 11 um we're still in a weird spot with this show, guys. <laughs> um, again, it's like the first third of this episode is just some weird, like, fanfic. Like, I don't... 
Like, I'm so confused. <laughs> like, I'm... I have a level of confusion that's so high that I feel like I missed something. You know, so if anyone out there can explain it to me, can be like, oh, idiot, you, you missed when they said this or this happened. <laughs> Please tell me. You know, throw it in the comments or something, because... It's just like... My whole gripe with last episode was... It just felt like super fan servicey and like a super like departure from what the red like what what was last episode what was the point of last like nothing happened last episode what, what was the point of it and then even with this episode like the first third just continues it and i'm like is this what the show is now where, where nothing happens and there's just fan service every again i'm not again I'm, I, I'm never against well not never but i'm not against fan service in general when that's what the show is Eminence and Shadow for the first nine episodes didn't give that, you know, didn't didn't give that impression. I'm not saying there was no fan service at all, but it was it was a certain amount. And episode ten just went crazy with it, like it was all fan service. And then episode eleven, like the first third, and then trickled in throughout even the the last two thirds, just just unnecessarily, you know. You know, so that's really why I'm confused. <laughs> and then, like, the second part, you know, second portion of the ep of episode 11, we sort of got some, like, real stuff happening where, you know, Sid gets called down. And so he decides to appear as Shadow to cause confusion, right? Because he was like, well, if I go down there and I expose myself, it's all, they'll all know who I am. Can't do that. If I run away, that could cause more problems, especially with, like, my school. Can't do that. So I'm just gonna call it, I'm gonna I'm just gonna cause a diversion and then be Lord Shadow and then we're about to get it, right? Um Aurora answers the call. She's apparently <laughs> someone who at one point destroyed the world or something. <laughs> so so now we know what level Shadow is on. We know what his skill set is. Um he beats Aurora. He has a little offhand comment where he's he's disappointed that he wasn't able to face her at full power. So, I don't really know what that means. You know, maybe, like, when, you know, ancient ones get summoned, they don't get summoned at their full strength. Maybe, you know, something like that. You know, but that just goes to show the, you know, the level of respect that Shadow and Aurora have for each other. Uh, which is which is, which is super cool. You know, like, the, the fight in general was cool, right? Um, and that's pretty much the whole episode, you know? <laughs> the first third is just weird fan service. And then the last two thirds is just, like, this battle sort of cool you know nothing really to talk about here not, not a lot happened we have the very end where we see that the, the sanctuary has now answered the call which i think has been mentioned before uh between sid and alpha i think i've you know i've mentioned the sanctuary at one point or another so again i'm, I'm just really hoping we move on from this weird like episode and a half that's been happening here because again it's just like did they just, they, did they just have a story for the first nine episodes? And after that, they were just like, oof, we ordered 20 episodes. What are we going to do now? You know, like I, I kind of started to get that feeling. So I hope next episode kind of reels it back in with the sanctuary. And it's like, okay, this is this whole other organization that we've, we've heard of a couple times. And so I kind of like to delve deep into them. I hope that's what this is. I really do. Because for the first nine episodes, I was, you know, I, you know, I was in. I was like, okay, we're getting some cool, mysterious vibes, you know, you know, Shadow doing his thing, 
we have this whole you know garden of shadows thing which is cool um we have some history with other characters that are kind of being pulled in you know people like sherry so you know there were some really cool aspects of the show and then episode 10 and some of episode 11 kind of destroyed it <laughs> so uh you know I, you know i want this one to kind of get back on the horse you know let's let's go um yeah again two cores i already said 20 episodes so we're just over halfway so there's still plenty of story to be told um next more than a married couple but not lovers episode 10 um i believe there's 12 episodes here so i've got a couple left after this um a few really cool things happen in this in this episode uh we have the moment where she where he where jiro says she's my wife you know so those two people that were being creeps <laughs> Uh, just not cool. Like the whole scene, I was just like, "Why are you doing this? Like, look, like, is that, is that, like, does that ever work? <laughs> where you just, we just come up on a girl like that, and you just like, you make her feel just super uncomfortable, and she's like, yeah, I'm into this. I'm into feeling super uncomfortable and being like, uh, ambushed. <laughs> um, you know, you know, but this, you know, this was a very nice moment because the moment before that, he was super passive." You know where you know she wanted him to you know kind of you know kind of take a uh <laughs> i was gonna say ownership but i was like that's that's a weird word you know <laughs> no one no one here is owned by another person <laughs> um you know you know kind of like you know act more like they're together you know and so in this moment he's like she she's my wife and you know she she doesn't like what you're doing you know and so i was like okay cool man and you know how could we love that she's like oh yes that's that's what i want you know and uh you know with this thing where she's kind of mentioned it before but she really goes off on him this episode where she's like stop apologizing for everything you know like just stop <laughs> you know and, you know you know you know every time you do something or say something regarding me you always apologize afterwards like stop just stop stop doing that um and then we have Akari saying that she misses doing like married stuff you know, like we're, you know, when we're home, it's great. But then when we're not home and we're anywhere else in school or here, you know, at this beach, you just like, you, you just seem so distant all the time. And it's weird. Like, I don't like, stop. <laughs> like, we're like, we're together, you know? And he's like, oh, well, you know, we're not, you know, we're not doing this for, you know, for the practical, you know, we're not, we're not getting points for this. And she's like, I don't care. <laughs> I do not care. You know, you keep bringing stuff up that I'm not even talking about, you know? Like, I don't, it's, it's, I don't remember ever mentioning practical. Um, but yeah, like, you know, I, you know, I love that too. Cause again, it just, it just goes to show again, it's just beating you over the head with it that Akari likes Jiro, but she just refuses to confess, I guess, you know, she, she just refuses to do it. Right. Cause you know, she is still super confused about her own feelings and you know, she's like, you know, she's like, uh, she's a, a, a gal, right. So there are certain, uh, uh, there's a certain perception, you know, about, you know, about gals and about their personality and stuff, uh, you know, but she's not that, you know, she maybe on the outside, you know, you see her as that, but on the inside, she is not any of those cliches, um, you know, so she's maybe, you know, she's like nervous. She's like, you know, it's, it's, it's scary, you know, especially in her scenario too, because Jiro isn't just someone that she's come to like, he's someone that, in her mind, 1,000% does not like her like that. You know, he likes Yuri. 
very clearly after Shiori. So she's like, you know, it's it's a very precarious thing that we've you know we've seen before in media, right? You know, um, you know more 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 represented by when there's two friends, and from a friend's perspective, like they like their friend, want to be more than friends, but they're like, oh, if I you know, I don't know that they like me that way. And if they just want to be friends and I confess, it's going to be weird. I'm never going to get back to it. Um, and they're my friend. And so, like, we've talked about people that they like. And so it's like, ah, oh, we do that, you know. So, again, like, it's, it, you know, kind of in a, a similar scenario here where it's like, if he does like me, then great. But I know that he likes Shiori. So if I say something's going to be weird, and, uh, you know. Um, but from, from from our perspective, when we see Jiro, it's like, well, we know Jiro still likes Shiori. That's a fact. But we also see Mo... <coughs> Jesus. I don't know what happened there. I just, I'm just going to die. Okay. Um, my eyes are watering. <laughs> okay. Um, I forgot what I was talking about. Oh yeah, so from so from Jiro's perspective, he likes Shiori, right? That's that's a fact. But there are also moments where he like super takes care of Akari. And again, you know, you could say a lot of those are because he wants to be a good husband, right? Because it's all a practical thing and you know, whatever. But there are genuine moments where it's like it seems like he really cares about her. You know, it does seem like he really likes her. Again, you know, we're not quite in his head as much. Well, we are, but he's not saying the same thing as Akari. saying, like, Akari, <laughs> it is 1,000% that, you know, she she likes him. You know, Jiro's the one for her. But with, with Jiro, you know, you know, every time, we, you know, he, he kind of gets on that train, he's like, ah, oh, but there's no way, though. You know, he, you know, she likes 10. You know, again, they're, they think similar things, but on Akari's side, it's like, Oh, he likes Shiori, but I still really like him. On Jiro's side, it's like, oh, she likes Tenjin, so there's no way. There's no way that she likes me. Um, you know, I don't want to misinterpret what's happening here. You know, he's like super dismissive of any of those feelings that he would have for her. Where Akari is, is like, I can't escape the feelings, you know? So, two sides of the same coin. Um... And then they have a, a moment on the beach together, and the part that I really liked was Jiro being like, well, hold on, hold on a second. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but it kind of feels like what you're telling me, like the things you want me to do or don't want me to do, or how you feel about certain things I do or don't do, it kind of feels like something a, a jealous girlfriend would say, you know, and that, and that causes Akari to... To blush and she denies it she's like no no, no it's not it's not what it means i'm just blah, blah blah but it's true though because he's you know it's like you know i want you to call me by my first name i don't like it when you talk with other girls uh there's there, there's a couple other things too and it's just like that's that's something a girlfriend would say you know a, a, a jealous girlfriend who's like oh you shouldn't talk to other girls like that you, you know why don't you call me by first name you know so it's like it's becoming more and more obvious again. Akari, you know, it's definitely gonna be Akari that that slips and either just bla just comes out and confesses to Jiro, or um, 
there's just like a moment that happens and it's just like an you know it's it's like an unspoken thing you know we'll see though again you know we have a couple more episodes after this um uh, i forgot to mention jira also got heat stroke so again there, there, there's a nice little little ooh, a little little moment that happened at the end there and we're like oh is this is this happening and then jira just got heat stroke <laughs> so, oh okay cool um but yeah so a couple more episodes after this um again i have read the manga i'm actually caught up in it i caught up in it the other day and uh so yeah still going no no manga spoilers i'm never ne- never gonna do that to you but um i forgot what the point of me saying that was uh, oh yeah but yeah i don't i don't remember you know again the you know the manga so far ahead that i'm just like i don't i don't know what happens after this <laughs> i don't know what the last two episodes are gonna be uh but again you know me you know more and more you know me reading more and more manga and then having certain manga be adapted into anime you know you kind of start seeing the flow of things and for me i'm just like they have to end it somewhere you know like the season has to end and i feel like you can't just end on an episode like it has to end on like a moment and i don't really know what that moment is um but we'll see we'll see uh number seven we got chainsaw man episode 10 uh, I believe there's also 12 episodes in this one as well. Um, so a couple more episodes after this. We're we're getting there, man. There's a lot of... <laughs> Chainsaw Man is crazy. Um, so yeah, what do we got here? Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. I remember this episode. This this, this one was nuts. Um, so we have, we have the introduction of the teacher. And as soon as he came on screen, I was like, Oh yeah, I remember this guy. Um, so teacher... He, you know, he's here to basically train Power and Denji to become the best that ever was, you know? And so he basically introduces himself by breaking Denji and Power's necks and paralyzing them and then giving them blood to heal them. You know, kind of, you know, there's a couple of different reasons you could say that he did that. One, just to show off his power, his strength and be like, hey, I am not no pushover. Like we're doing this and it's it's not going to be easy it's going to be far from easy and two to kind of say you guys are devils and well they're not devils but like you know they're devil adjacent and so it's like blood blood heals you so we are going to go crazy you know because essentially he he can do whatever he wants because like they're they're not going to die he even says like Denji's immortal, power is near immortal, so it's like, anything, you know, um, although he doesn't, he doesn't ever kill power, though, because she's near immortal, you know, if she was, if if he was actually to kill her, then she'd probably die, (laughs) like, for good, Denji, on the other hand, you can kill Denji, just give him blood, and he's, he's, he's up and at him, you know, and so that's, that's basically what the training is, it is just all day, where they where they square off against each other and it's just teacher killing them over and over again just destroying them just like not even close like they're not even getting a scratch they're they're not even getting in the in the general vicinity of 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 success <laughs> you know um and yeah so you know you know he he says i'm the best devil hunter ever and it's like he might be he might be, he is, he's a monster, you know, um, you know, cause Denji and Power aren't like amazing, you know, like, you know, like 
they're good enough, but they've never really been properly trained. But still, it's still like Denji and Power who are fairly strong, you know, like they're they're strong enough where just a regular devil hunter probably wouldn't be able to beat them together over and over and over and over again. So it's going to be cool to see more, you know, more of their training. Um, and <laughs> it really goes to show, you know, Power and Denji are meant for each other. You know, I'm not saying they deserve to be like together, like romantically or anything. I don't think I don't think that'll ever happen. I don't think it does. I'm not again. I've read the manga. I'm not trying to spoil it, but I don't really think they're like a romantic couple. They're more like brother and sister. <laughs> you know, they're more like siblings who like bicker and they try to get up on each other. But at the end of the day, they you know they do look out for each other. Um. And so they have this grand plan to work smarter not harder it's like okay 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 we got this you know we have to we're not gonna beat him physically you know he just has too much experience on us you know this is like what he does so we have to we have to create a scenario in which we have the advantage and that's how we're gonna win it's like all right cool got it perfect and then we cut you know, so so ending that scene, I'm like, you know, they're like walking on the road or whatever, and they're, you know, at the end of that scene, I'm not over here thinking, oh, Denji and Power are about to win, right? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not delusional. I'm not a delusional viewer. <laughs> However, I am like, I got a little bit of hope, you know, a, a little bit of hope where it's like, you know, maybe this is this was the plan all along, where it's like, you know, teach these guys to think. And not just dive into everything because it's maybe worked out sort of, you know, but advance the skill sets, create new skill sets. You know, that's that's how you can be a problem <laughs> for these devils. So got a little bit of hope, a little bit. And then we cut to the next day or whatever. At, you know. Denji's place, or I guess technically it's it's Aki's place, right? Because Denji and Power both live with Aki. And we see Denji and Power, and they both have glasses on. <laughs> and as soon as I see that, all the hope leaves my body. <laughs> I'm just like, they think wearing glasses makes them smart. Or, or, they think, oh, new lease on life. <laughs> We're doing, we're working smarter, so we're going to wear glasses. I'm just like, guys, come on. You guys are just, you guys are just two idiots. You know, like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> um, but, you know, I do get some hope after that because um, they do much better this time. You know, they have this plan where power uh, is at the door. She's going to throw a spear. Teacher dodges it like, like a... <laughs> I don't even know, like freaking Neo in the Matrix, right? And she then has blood underneath where she's like, or on top where she's like going, doing spears down. And I'm like, okay, we're, we're kind of ambushing this man. This is, this is better. This is better. And then Denji comes in off the, off the balcony, coming in with the ax. And then he, he gets kicked really hard and it like breaks his neck. <laughs> like, all right, cool, 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 cool. All right. So power, so Denji, you're out. And then we cut to power 
and she's passed out because she used too much blood. And then you're like, okay, they didn't think this plan all the way through. <laughs> they got like 80% of the way, 80% of the way. Um, and then teacher turns around and throws a knife in Denji's forehead. And we're like, yeah, you guys better, better, but uh, not, uh, not, not great, not great. <laughs> you know, and then and, and we have a nice little moment here where, where um, you know, Denji's like, hey, power, you know, teacher said that you know we'd, we we can call it for the day and power's like lucky us he's <laughs> just like thank god <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to do this anymore um but yeah i mean you know i'm i'm very excited for more of them you know again um no manga spoilers but you know my my memory's not all the way there anyway so i don't i imagine we see a lot more of this i i want to see more you know i want to see teacher show off but then also get power in Denji to a level where it's like they're monsters, you know, that, that'd be incredible to see. So I'm, I'm excited for that too. Um, and then we cut with, we end with Aki and some Himeno action. Um, it turns out that Himeno's sister visited Aki with a letter and it was basically Himeno talking about how she wants to quit public safety and she wants Aki to quit with her. You know, they're like, oh, this, this job isn't safe. Um, you know, it's money. We're getting money. But, like, you know, at this point, we should just go private and we can still have a job. But we don't have to risk our lives anymore. And, you know, her, you know, a, a big, big portion to that was her mentioning Aki and be like, I want to bring Aki. Like, I'm, I'm down to go private, but I need to convince Aki to do it. You know, and that you can tell that really hurts him because Himeno's dead. You know, I mean, we we understand she's dead again. I, th I guess there's maybe a possibility that she comes back. I don't know. Again, she wasn't really killed. She was more so just like taken by the ghost devil. So maybe there's a chance for her to come back. I don't I don't know. I mean, I, probably not because I don't think that's how contracts work. But who's to say? I mean, anything could happen. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, 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 that does hurt him because, you know, Jimeno, you know, he was super close to her and, you know, now he might be thinking, man, if I just, if I just took her up on it, you know, maybe she'd still be alive, you know? Um, but again, it's also his own selfishness because the whole reason he wants to do this is because there was devils or a single devil, I don't, I don't remember who killed his family. You know, so, you know, that, that's kind of the whole reason why he does it is because he wants to hunt them down. I don't remember, is it, is it the gun devil or is it someone else? I don't, I don't quite remember. But, um, yeah, that's the reason he does it. And so now he, he, he kind of just has, the only thing he can do at this point is kind of turn that into even more motivation to say, okay, why would I quit the devil who killed my family and the one who killed Jimeno is still out there? Why would I quit now? that's 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 stupid um and then we end on aki walking up to another devil we don't know what devil it is uh but he's gonna try to make a contract with the devil um who uh, could could be a lot again you know we know that i mean aki doesn't really have a lot to give <laughs> uh he apparently only has two years left to his life you know because of him keep you know him keep using that sword um so i don't really know i don't really know first off i don't know what devil it is Second off, I don't know what he has to give, you know. Um, 
so we'll see we'll see you know uh episode 10 great great episode love it um you know like i said i'm excited to see more of teacher with denji and power and then i really want to see more of aki and see what you know what deal he makes what contract he makes um also just in general makima you know we didn't really see makima at all this episode i want to see more of what she's up to you know always always interested in that so next do it yourself episode 11 um yeah this was a great one i think next episode is the last episode so um this is a great one you know uh purin joined the diy club finally uh, I, I remember saying that you know early on in the season i'm sure everyone guessed it where it's like yeah like by the end of the season she's gonna join the club like every episode she gets closer and closer to, to doing it so that was a nice moment there um people from the shop from like waka waka or whatever whatever it's called waku waku um they helped install the like those uh those like foundation bits right because it was like you know diy you're supposed to do it all yourself you know you guys are very capable but it's like for the foundation you know the 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 super 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 important parts that are going to keep this place in the tree we should maybe just have professionals do that just you know just just also for safety you know, it's, you know, because, you know, this isn't just like you guys building a, uh, you know, this isn't you guys building the bench, right? Where it's like, if the bench fails, you're, you're going to fall a couple feet, it'll probably hurt, but it'll be okay. If, if this fails and the treehouse falls out of the tree, um, death is a possibility, <laughs> you know? So maybe, you know, maybe we just have some professionals install the super important bits that'll keep it in the tree and then you guys build the other 95 percent of it you know um but also it, you know, it also works out too because again you know those people are people that they've had help from before um you know so it's it, it makes sense you know um you know so that was really cool and they get the floor done it's really you know that's you know that's a nice little checkpoint there where they get the floor done and they're all standing on it and they're like okay it's coming together we still got a lot of work to do but this is cool this is cool you know we're we're up here um, then, uh, then I have a quick lunch break and I just had a weird note here where I'm like, they're snacks where they put fruit in bread. There's like a fruit sandwich. That just seems really odd to me. I don't know that I would put fruit between bread and eat it. Is that like a, like a, like, like a Japanese thing? I mean, I just feel like I've never seen that before, you know? And of course, like anime is not <laughs> anime is not one for one for what people in Japan actually do. <laughs> but I've never seen that in anime before. And I haven't seen every anime. I'm not gonna pretend I have, but I've never seen that before. So that, that that's that's interesting. I wonder if that's like a real thing that people do. Um, I wonder if that's good because I mean, think about it right now. I'm like, I don't know that I would. It just seems like I don't. I don't know that I would want to eat bread with fruit. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Um, let me have a, a, you know another nice touching moment between Serafu and Purin because Serafu kind of has this feeling where she's like, "I'm excited," you know. I love it. You know, I I, I was kind of the one right because wasn't you know Serafu was the one who had the idea to want to build a treehouse, right? Or was it? Might have been Purin who had the idea because I think. Didn't this idea stem from Purin and Serafu having a treehouse at one point? I don't remember. Um, 
you know, but she's like, I kind of don't want to finish it, you know, and, and, and you know, it's kind of weird feeling. But when she breaks it down, you, you understand, you know, it's like, the, you know, building it is so fun. I kind of, you know, because once it's done, it's done and there's no more building it, you know, and, you know, that is that could be a very relatable moment, you know, because you know, a lot of times when you do stuff, you know, just in general, I mean, even like, you know, something as passive as like watching a TV show, you know, it's like, I kind of don't want to finish watching the show because once I finish, there's no show left <laughs> and then it's over and then I gotta, gotta be depressed because <laughs> there's no more of my favorite show left, you know, um, you know, so, you, you know, so they kind of have a similar feeling. Um, the great thing though with Jesus the great thing with DIY is like you just move on to the next project, you know, kind of like the sponsor was saying, you know, she was like, once we're done, we move on to another project. Like we're just always doing stuff. And that's kind of where you keep the fun. Um, and then at the end, we have a little scary moment where they don't have enough wood for the roof. And it's like, oh, no, you know, because the only thing you do at that point is like, well, we could try to collect more wood, but like, where are we going to get it from? Well, we've kind of gone everywhere <laughs> we could. So where are we going to get more wood from? Um, but they have the impeccable idea to just steal wood from their clubhouse. <laughs> and it, you know, and even the sponsors like, all right, but just like, just take it from places that no one will really notice. <laughs> you know, because we, you know, we can't just, we, you know, we can't just <laughs> rip up the club room, um, you know, but that, that was very resourceful, very, very resourceful. And so uh, that's probably where the next episode is going to be. Um, it's probably just going to be them finishing up the, the secret house, the secret hideout, you know, with the, with the, with the, with the pieces on the roof, going to finish it and it's going to be great, you know, I mean, everyone, uh, you know, hopefully it'll also end with people coming out and being like whoa secret hideout you guys do this stuff here can i join <laughs> you know um but yeah again very very nice show a couple moments of conflict here remember i said this was a conflictless anime there's been a couple moments but um you know i'm 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 glad to see where the show has gone and where it is and where it's going to wrap up because again next episode i think is very obvious but it's, it's still gonna be a nice moment it's gonna be very uh fulfilling i think so next we got mobile suit gundam the witch from mercury episode 11 instead uh we don't we don't have it um this episode wasn't up for some reason um that has happened before with this show in particular where some reason or some you know sometimes this show just uploads late um although i did see somewhere that this episode was uh, going on break for a week because of something else, like, you know, something else got in the way of it. So if that's the case, that's fine. You know, that, that happens sometimes where like, you know, episodes get pushed, uh, with anime. That is a thing that happens in anime every, every so often. Um, if it's just because it just wasn't uploaded in time, that sucks. If that's the case and episode 11 and then episode 12 get uploaded by next week, um, I'll cover both. I'll do both of them. Um, if it did just get pushed and now the whole timeline has shifted, then that's fine. You know, we'll just cover episode 11. Business as usual. So sad because I really like the show. You guys know how much I like the show. Um, but what are you going to do? 
And lastly, we got Bochi the Rock. Uh, we are catching up. We got episode 6 through 11. A lot of stuff happened here. Love the show. And I continue to love it. I love the first five episodes. I was hoping it didn't stagger from there, and it did not. It did not. Um, so we'll just kind of go through it. Uh, Bochi the Rock. Uh, let's see. Bochi told her mom not to invite her friends because she has her own friends. <laughs> yeah, she just like super got super defensive about everything. And it's like, no, Bochi, just let her invite friends. You got to meet the quota. <laughs> your whole your whole stress that's coming from this is you're not meeting the quota. Just let her help you meet the quota. <laughs> Um, but in the end, it, it all kind of worked out for the better, I, I would say. Um, and then Bochi meets this drunk bass player. Um, her name ends up being revealed as Heroi. Heroi. I'm gonna. I'm, that's how I'm gonna pronounce it. Heroi. Um, and yeah, it's just like kind of crazy. But then you peel back the drunkenness, and she actually has a lot of passion and a lot of skill. Um, you know, so that was you know that was really cool. Uh, we have a really sad moment where she says, drinking helped me forget everything. And I'm like, oh, that's a, uh, you should, uh, you should see a therapist or something instead. You know, just kind of work on, work on those feelings instead of, you know, pushing them down. Uh, this show got a little too real there for a second. Um, and then we have a nice moment where they do an outdoor concert and you see another side of Bochi that you haven't seen before, and it is like an evolution, right? You know, because she uh, doesn't really perform in front of all these people. Um, she doesn't really know Hiroi either, so, like, the comfort might not all the way be there. Um, but she does it. You know, she plays. We have a nice moment where, you know, one of the people in the audience kind of cheers her on because she kind of sensed that Bochi's a little nervous, and it's just great, you know, and, and, it's, and it's a huge turning point for Bochi, uh, you know, in tandem with something that Hiroi told her, where she's like, hey, I don't remember the quote exactly, but she, she basically tells Bochi that, like, the crowd isn't your enemy, you know, like, they're, like, the crowd is not out to get you, <laughs> you know, you're not fighting against the crowd, you know what I mean, and, and through the outdoor concert, that finally sticks with her, and she's like, oh, you know, like, at the end of the day, the crowd wants you to do well, you know, they're not preying on your downfall. They're here to listen to some dope music. So they want everyone on stage to be dope. You know, like they, they want you to be good. Um, and so through this, you know, through this outdoor concert, it, it, it finally made her realize that, you know, it, it makes her a little less nervous and, you know, a little less, um, you know, guarded in, in, in that area. Um, and she earns two fans. She sold two tickets. Um, she already has two from her parents, so we got these two, we got four now, she needs one more, and it's another good moment too, because those two people kind of become her fans, you know, which is like, oh, wow, I've, you know, she, she has the whole Guitar Hero thing, but she's never really had real life fans before, so that's, an, again, another boost to her confidence, you know, something that she really needs, um, and then Hiroi buys the last ticket, um, you know, trying to support her and all that, and then also, hilariously, that's the last of her money, <laughs> and so she needs Bochi to give her money to, to ride the train, and she'll pay her back, um, but yeah, so she did it, she sold all of her tickets, there, there's another nice moment there where she texts, um, you know, the rest of the band, and the rest of the band is like, she's, she's lying, right, like, she didn't, she didn't sell her tickets, <laughs> you know, no trust, um, but yeah, so, you know, all, all in all that, that whole scenario was really cool, you know, it, again, it instilled a lot of confidence in Bochi, 
she sold some tickets. She maybe gained a couple fans. And, uh, you know, she kind of has this, you know, a, a little clearer of a picture of what performing is, which is great. It's perfect. Um, and then we have, we have <laughs> just, just a fun episode where she invites her, a uh, couple of the bandmates. Rio can't be there, unfortunately, for whatever reason, but, um, you know, Kida and Nijika are there, um, in her, in her home to kind of work on shirt designs, I guess. And it kind of devolves <laughs> in a lot of ways, right? Like you can just see how nervous and also how inexperienced Bochi is when it comes to inviting other people to her home because there's like a huge banner outside of the home that's like inviting the Kesuku band to her place and she invites them with like little like popper things like the, the like uh, party things um, with like confetti and she's all like dressed up in some weird attire and then her room has like lights going and like balloons and stuff <laughs> and it's just like you know, and like, you know, Kida and Nijika kind of understand, right? Because, you know, that is one thing I like as the show goes on is that her bandmates understand who she is now. You know, episode one, episode two, stuff is kind of weird, but they know who Bochi is. She know, you know, we know what scenarios she puts herself in. So at this point, there's kind of like, they kind of know, they're like, okay, you know, she kind of did this. You know, she clearly doesn't have other people over. She doesn't really know what to do. You know, I'm sure she wanted this to be the best experience ever you know because she didn't want to like let us down and you know be be boring you know um so you know it's that's cute um and then uh we have futari and jimmy hen uh which is the sister and the dog come in and you know they kind of they kind of box her out for a second or at least that's what bochi thinks <laughs> it's like oh no my my friends like my sister and my dog more than me <laughs> which again is so it's so insecure because it's like no like they they love you like what do you what do you mean um but uh yeah and then and then she just she like bribes her sister to be like if you leave right now i'll allow you to have an ice pop <laughs> just like bochi come on you gotta you gotta be more just a little bit more confident in the relationship that you formed with these bandmates versus the five seconds that your sister has been with them come on um um then we have the whole clothing arc of this episode where rio sends in her designs and they're just pictures of food it's like no this is not what we need classic rio and then uh bochi's design is sort of practical but very ugly and then we get into the whole part where bochi um mistakenly tells them that she has a lot of other clothes other than the like sweat suit that she wears she has a lot of other clothes that her mom picks out but they're not really her style and then they immediately are like well we need you to wear all of them because we want to see you wearing them stuff other than the the like like tracksuit that she wears and they love it right she's like <laughs> basically like you're gonna wear all these from now on you're not you're not wearing a tracksuit anymore <laughs> it's it's funny um and then they like want to do her hair and with her full face exposed she can't handle it she turns to ash and then the ash infects the room and it turns them into her 
So they're all like depressed. <laughs> it's like, oh no, they're all acting like Boji. Um, but yeah, no, you know, again, even, you know, from, from, from that very comedic scenario, you know, we do get some realness there because it's like, you know, the friends are encouraging, you know, they're like, hey, you, you can wear other clothes, like, you know, you can wear other stuff, like, it's, it's nice, you know, we, again, them all, you know, whether intentionally or not, trying to push Bochi out of her comfort zone for the better, you know, trying to give her confidence, trying to be like, hey, you can do this. Even if it is something as small as wearing other clothes, oh, it's not really my style. It's like, well, it can be your style though. Like, like you can try it. You don't have to just wear the tracksuit. Um, you know, you know, try to like be safe and be like, you know, it's like, it's your cocoon. It's like, no, nah, like we, we love you. You know, like you can, you can do other stuff. Um, you know, it's just another, an, another aspect of the show that I, you know, that I really enjoy. Um, what else do we have? Uh, and then we have the the concert, right? Where Nijika makes the shirts. They're all kind of basic, but they're uniform, so it, it, it works. And we have the, the concert. The typhoon comes in uh, after all. But, uh, you know, you know, people still do show up, which, you know, which I like. They do still have a little bit of a crowd. Um, it turns out that a lot of the crowd is for other bands, not them. But they have people to perform to. And... This goes to show Bochi's impact on people. Her two fans show up, and Hiroi shows up. So, you know, parents can show up because they had to watch the dog and the kid or whatever. But her people showed up, so that's cool, right? And so we're we're here, we're getting it, we're going, um, and we have the performance, right? You know, this is kind of the the you know the main meat of these six episodes or whatever, and. I really like the flow of their performance because it just does a really good job of storytelling. Because we have the typhoon lives in the most uncertainty. Then we have most of the other people in the room aren't there for them, so they're kind of on their phones. They're like, ah, I don't even know who these are. Who, who, who the whole like Kesuku band is? Like, who care? Whatever, blah blah. And you know, it starts sowing some doubt in them. So their first song they're all over the place right like they're not in sync they're not given the passion they usually do you know this person's behind you know you know you know this person is making mistakes you know i'm not playing the way i usually do and it's just like and then everyone's on their phone and it's just like ah oh, and, and, and and like even their fans you know like you know bochi's fans the two people are kind of like like trying to be in it but you can tell they're sort of like confused because they're like She's not playing like she did at, at the park or at the, the the street or whatever. Like, what's what's going on, you know? And then even the sister, uh, Saika, Seika, she's in the back and she has this face of just like, they're not doing well. They're not doing well, you know? And she's, ah, uh, you know, it, it, it hurts because it's like she knows how good they can be. And then they end their first song and they're all like super like trepidatious. And then, you know, even the one person in the crowd, very rude, but even says like, oh, yeah, I told you, you know, we, we should have showed up later, you know, just, you know, in time for the bands we actually want to see, basically. And like, oh, 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 OK, you know, and then, you know, Nijika being who she is, she's like, oh, Kita, you got to introduce the next song. Come on, you know, you know, you know, trying to kind of do it, you know almost kind of on the verge of being like 
all right, let's just get through the other two songs, I guess. You know, we're, just, we're not doing that well. It sucks, and let's just do it. Let's just meet the quota. And Bochi, the legend, the legend Bochi, leads them off on the next song. She just goes nuts. She does this crazy guitar solo, playing with crazy passion, and gets everyone's attention. You know, the crowd... The fans, Saika, you know, even Kida, Ryo, and Nijika are just like, whoa. She's going nuts for like 30 seconds. <laughs> and then that leads right into their next song. And they play, and that kind of shakes them out of their weird stupor that they were in. You know, um, they're all playing to their fullest, and they're going crazy. The song's going crazy. Uh, you know, Bochi is still doing her thing. Like, it seems like she's doing extra than what the song usually calls for and the whole crowd like no one in the crowd's looking at their phone anymore they're all just in awe of just like wait hold on <laughs> oh wait, hold on a second <laughs> what why what, what, this is the same band that was just playing and, and you, you, you see you see the fans in the front the two fans they're excited they're 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 going nuts uh seika in the back is smiling now she's like yeah they got it now and they finish off and the, everyone starts clapping it's like yes yes they did it you know it's like Again, you know, they're, they're just in a weird funk, you know what I mean? They've, they've, they've never performed as a band before, you know? The last time they performed was just the three of them, and they were kind of not great. Um, so, you know, so they never performed with Kita before in front of a band. Um, the Typhoon kind of has a blow to their confidence. Um, you know, 90% of the people in the crowd were not for them, and the crowd itself was not very large. Um, and so it, it, it was hurt. It hurt. But then this, this you know, Boji kind of brought them all together and was like, hey, get together you know we're 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 dope you know doesn't matter what anyone else says you know we've been practicing way too hard for this we're not going to sit up here and kind of just like you know go through the motions you know be be a shell of who we really are you know oh so good best moment of the whole six episodes <laughs> was just when 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 bochi just you know you know stepped on the the, the pedal and just started going nuts with the guitar Oof. you kidding me tell me this ain't the greatest show ever made um, and after that, uh, you know, Nijika figured out that Bochi was Guitar Hero. Um, I don't think she told the other two band members, but, um, you know, she, she figured it out, right? And that was, that was a nice moment, you know, no secrets, you know, um, not that her being Guitar Hero was like a bad secret, just like, you know, it was, it was nice for her to notice, um, you know, and them kind of, you know, coming out to each other more about like what their, what their dreams are and everything, you know, what, what they want out of this band and all that, you know, even, you know, even Nijika being like, you're the one, you know, like you, like you always seem to be the one that kind of brings us together. Um, you know, so we're, we're, we're all counting on you. Not, not in a sense of like all the pressures on you, Bochi. Like if, if, if you mess up, then we're not going to be successful. Like, no, you know, it's more just like comforting and more just putting it on her that you are kind of our anchor and, you know, you should, you should think more highly of yourself. You know, like you are an important part of this band, um, which I love, you know, band members supporting each other. It's great. Um, and then we have, yeah, probably like the like second to last big portion of these episodes um, where Bochi is super down. Summer's almost over and they have not hung out with any of the other band members. The, the band as a whole is not hung out and it, it's really bringing her down. You know, it's really bringing her down. Because she never really does anything anyway, 
but she intentionally left her schedule clear for like the whole summer. Um, you know, wanting, you know, hoping that they were going to invite her to do something all together. Oh, it's a band, you know, we're we're a band, we're friends, I don't have any other friends. <laughs> you know, let's let's do it. Um and it turns out that no one invited her. Um, all for their own reasons. I mean it it seemed like um It seemed like, uh, you know, Nijika's always busy. It seems like she's working um, and working on the club and whatever, you know, her school activities. Uh, Kida always seems to be out. Again, she's very outgoing, so she has a lot of friends and she's always out doing stuff. And also when she's with her friends, it's like, well, I wouldn't invite Bochi because they're new people. And then Rio, Rio gives the lamest excuse, but she's just like, Oh, I, you know, I thought, I thought you two would have done it. <laughs> it's just like, all right. Um, you know, so we have this whole thing where they're like, wow, you guys are bad friends. <laughs> you know, um, so they, they kind of scramble. They're like, hey, Bochi, you want to do something today? Tomorrow, you want to do something? Let's, let's do something. Let's all do it. And, you know, she's still kind of in this weird funk. But, you know, they, they do like, oh, we should have invited her. We're such idiots. Of course, Bochi, like, we know Bochi, you know? Um, okay, hold on everyone. I have to, I have to do something. I'll be back in like 30 seconds. Okay, so yeah, and when you know they're they you know finally invite, invite them all because again it's like we know Bochi right, but um, I don't know you know everyone just kind of got caught up in their own thing which happens right, but they weren't just cognizantly aware that Bochi doesn't really have other friends and so it makes sense that she would want to do stuff, um, and so they go through it uh, they. Go to this whole thing, right? The beach didn't really work for him. <laughs> Which is really funny. Um, and, uh, yeah, beach didn't really work for him. They wanted to go to, like, the, the shrine or whatever. Kida, super into it. Everyone else, uh, not, not into it at all. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. She's not super into it at all. Yeah, because, you know, everyone else is just like, oh, we got to climb the stairs? <laughs> There's like 40,000 stairs. I'm not climbing all these stairs. You know, no no one wants to do that. There's, I'm not doing that. Um, but, you know, Kida, just with her overwhelming, like, like crazy, uh, her, 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 like, Kida aura <laughs> kind of overwhelms everyone. And they're like, Alright, yeah, I guess I'll, I guess we have to, you know. They're dying, they're dying. They find an escalator, everything works out, you know. Kita's Kita's upset because she's like, yes, they're not in the spirit <laughs> of this. Um But, you know, it's it's what they do. Um and at the end of the day, you know, they do have a nice time hanging out with everyone, you know. Um They uh you know, you know, this is what Bochi wanted, right? Um, you know, she wanted to, to make some plans, have some memories, um, you know, the first summer ever where she really had friends 
and uh, you know she wanted to do something with him. You know it was it was great. It was awesome. Um, you know this is something that she, that she wants to remember for a long time. Wants to have pictures. Wants to you know because you know we, we we saw before where like you know when they took that picture together, the uh, the like faux pro or pro faux or whatever how, you know whatever they call it. She had like a million of them. <laughs> it was like it was it was her wallpaper. You know so. Um, it's what Bochi wants, you know, it's, it's something that, you know, they, they, they've come to understand from her personality. Um, so it was cool though. It was, it was, it was, it was a nice little time there. And then the kind of ending to all of this is, um, them going to the culture festival, right? Them, you know, them really wanting to perform there, but Bochi being kind of trepidatious about it. And then Kida submitting the application and being like oh i got you you know and now it's like now they have this big performance where guaranteed there's going to be probably you know hundreds of people maybe you know in in the crowd because it's going to be everyone performing you know it's going to be everything it's for the whole school right um and so now we have this whole little mini arc here where they're training they're practicing and they also get some confidence from Hiroi as well because Hiroi's in a band who performs and so it's like okay cool we can kind of uh you know we can kind of go there and watch her band and kind of see everything and you know we can uh it'd, it'd be nice it'd be nice to do it you know kind of see how other stuff works right um and yeah so they do that Hiroi's band is dope Hiroi's band is super cool and you know they you know I feel like just watching them they they learn a lot um yeah, yeah, so that's, that, that's super fun, um, and then Kida does admit that she did it on purpose, right, because in the, in the beginning, it was like, oh, I just, I saw it was in the trash, and I, I you know, I, I put it in, so it was cool, and now she kind of admits that she, you know, she knew that boat, she threw it out, but she just selfishly really wanted to perform there, and she apologizes, but, you know, you know, Bo, she's like, no, don't, don't apologize, you know, you, you did the right thing, I'm actually glad you did it, you know, you, you gave me that push, because, I also really want to perform there as well. <laughs> um, you know, so it all works out. You know, like I said, they, you know, they all, they're all individuals, but, you know, I do feel like they are all on the same page when it comes to them just wanting the band to be the best. And they do want to perform. Like, they're all super into being in a band, <laughs> you know. So at the end of the day, it all works out. And, um, yeah, so... Uh, you know, we have some fun little moments here at the festival. Um, you know, Bochi runs away because she doesn't want to be in the maid uniform. And then she checks her phone and she sees that people are starting to forget about Guitar Hero. And so she's like, oh, no, I have to, I have to upload <laughs> to upload a video there so people stop. You know, don't, you know, don't keep forgetting. You know, I think the natural progression of this is going to be Bochi shedding the, the Guitar Hero baggage, you know, by being bochi in 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 kesuku and getting real in life in real life fans um you know i think at the very least she might come out and be herself and kind of announce you know kind of merge the two you know i don't think that the show can really go on and her character go on and grow and evolve if she continues to have guitar hero on the side you know i think she has to get rid of it again probably by just merging them and, you know, putting in videos like that, maybe putting up videos, you know, merging them into just a, a like, Kesuku online thing. Um, so we'll see about that. And then, the, and then we also have 
uh, the other thing at the culture festival, which is a nice little moment where uh, Bochi, not not the best maid at the cafe. Um, turns out Kita, way better, which makes sense. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't feel like that's something that we were like, whoa. It's like, yeah, I mean, with Kita's personality and her aura, like, yeah, of course she went better. And even Nijika and Ryo, better. <laughs> um, but, you know, it is what it is, right? And then the show, the episode ends right when they're about to perform. This was a cliffhanger that I was actually really upset about. Because <laughs> they were getting into it. They were on stage. You know, people were excited. People were cheering for Kida. Um, we have a slight moment where Bochi's like, yeah, no one's cheering for me, though. And then the two fans are there at the festival. We got Hiroi and Seika is there. We got her family is there. It's like, no, our classmates, you know, Bochi's classmates are there. It's like... No, people are here for you too, you know? Um, and then right as they're going to start, the episode ends and it's like, oh. <laughs> now, I think next episode is the last episode, so that's that's, that's a nice way to end it, is right on their culture festival performance. Um, we'll have to talk about this more with every show when, the, when, the, when each respective season ends, but I'm already going to say it here. I hope there's another season of this because... This is a fantastic show, and and it's getting really good reviews too. Like, pe- people in general are really liking this, so I, I hope it earns a second season. Um, but yeah, they're about to perform, so that'll be next episode, and I know it's gonna be fantastic. Like, they're they're gonna kill it. They're gonna kill it. Um, but yeah, that is the epi- that's the show this week. Uh, not another isekai. ton of shows this time Uh, unfortunately we did have to skip the mercury show but uh hopefully we will come back next week with at least one episode uh if they double up that's even better (laughs) um and yeah a lot of these shows are ending next week uh you know at least at least a few and then a few more ending the week after and uh yeah so you know like i said keep, keep watching these shows um please let me know if there are any shows in particular that you 1000 percent are going to be watching so i can watch them too for next season um i don't really know if i'm gonna do like a like a special episode on talking about next season probably not i don't know yeah probably not probably not i mean yeah because i mean we'll just talk about it within the actual show itself so but yeah you know like i said so please you know definitely go through next season what's up what's upcoming and you know have a little mental mental list or a physical list <laughs> Of, of what shows you're doing because you know again um if you weren't here for the beginning of the season uh you know basically how it works is that you know i'm going to just throw everything at a wall i'm just gonna watch basically anything that i have interest in so that could be like 20 shows you know um and then uh just kind of slowly shed them you know you know try to watch the first episode or two or even three and then you know by by that time i'm sure you know 20 shows were turned into probably like 10, you know, you know, like I have it here. Um, but yes, you know, I, you know, I just don't want to miss anything. So I try to watch basically any show that I have some interest in. Um, and then also anything that y'all recommend too, because if there's shows that somehow aren't on the starting list that I should be watching, I will add them more than happy to do that. Um, but yeah, so that's, that, that's next season. We're really close to it. So I'm, I'm very excited and uh but we have this season still ending out this season and out strong there's a lot of really good shows this season and uh yeah that is that um i guess that's it <laughs> um yeah until next time watch more anime